You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and for listening. I so appreciate you. I want to just send a couple of shout outs to some people that listen all the time and are just amazing people in this community who share the show a lot on their Instagram stories. Selena from Vancouver, you know who you are. Christy from Vancouver, you know who you are. Christy from Australia, you totally know who you are. Zan from Texas, you know who you are. Sandra from Colorado, my dear friend, you know who you are. Zakia from Vancouver. Ella from the UK. Jasmine from Australia. Kayla from Texas and JV in San Francisco. Thank you so much. I just wanted to give you guys a shout out because I know you listen and I just love and appreciate you guys so much. A couple of you have been listening from the beginning, like back in the days when my show wasn't even very good in my opinion. <laughs> I, I just, I just so appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast, whether that's on your Instagram, Instagram stories, word of mouth, or on your YouTube channel or on your platform. It really just means the world to me. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I wanted to send you some love your way today. Now, support for today's episode comes from my friends at Teachable. Teachable is my fave online course creation platform. Oh my God, Teachable. Like if I could have an hour to talk about how much I love this software, I would totally use it. (laughs) It is what I picked when I looked at everything when I was first building my online course for Your Best Life. I checked out all the platforms and I went with Teachable because... It's easy, it's intuitive, it's plug and play. It makes a lot of sense. Like sometimes you get software and you're like, what do I actually do here? (laughs) It's so easy to use. And that's like exactly what you need when you're making an online course because making your first online course can feel like a lot already. (laughs) But with Teachable, it's so easy. It's what I'm personally using for your best life, for the inner circle and for upcoming things that I have in the works for you. So if you want to give Teachable a try, use the link in the show notes to sign up. It's a really special, unique link that Teachable gives to my listeners so that you can get three free classes that have $1,000 in value totally for free when you sign up here. It teaches you everything about how to build your first online course, how to get everything right totally off the bat from your video and your production and your editing all the way up until launch and marketing. Plus, there's even the option to get eight weeks of free live coaching from the Teachable crew themselves. So people, if you are a maker and a shaker looking to bring your gifts to the world, Teachable is totes the platform I recommend time and time again. And if you want to sign up, use the link in the show notes. All right, my friends. So for the episode today, I wanted to be really honest with you and speak from the heart. And this episode today is all about throwing out every single thing you know and just going with what feels good. So what does this mean and what does this look like? You know, sometimes when you got plans and you've got decisions you've made and you've got stuff you've created and you're kind of trucking along, trucking along, trucking along, and then all of a sudden you start to feel a feeling. Not like the good kind of feels, like not the the good feels, kind of like the icky bad feels of like, uh-oh, maybe this isn't the right choice. Maybe I should stop doing this. 
maybe this isn't actually right. Now, I know for me as a type A person, integrity and committing to my word is really important. Like integrity is one of the first things I always teach in your best life and how important it is to do what you say by when you say you're going to do it and follow through on every single thing you say. And sometimes we hit this fork in the road moment when we've said yes to something or we've committed to something or we have agreed to do something. And at the time it felt right, but down the road, things change. We feel different about it now. We've had more time. We've had more opportunities to data collect and we kind of feel different about it. This is where you got to throw out everything you know and go with how it feels. So what does this actually look like? I'll give you an example. A couple months ago, I was asked to do a speaking engagement. I had said yes, I had agreed, and we kind of got to like two weeks away from the event. And I was like emailing the guy back and forth. I was in Hawaii. I was like, yeah, sure. Like everything's good. Everything's good. All set and sound. Like here's all my photos, my bio, my headshots, yada, yada. And it was like the week before the event. And I all of a sudden had a change in heart. It no longer felt good to go. It kind of felt uphill. It felt upstream. It didn't feel right. It kind of felt icky. It kind of felt like a big old drag. You know that feeling when things stop being fun and you're like, well, this used to bring me a lot of happiness and joy or like this used to feel really good. And now my perception has changed. This is where we do not give ourselves a lot of grace. We're always like, You got to do exactly every single thing you say and do. And you know what? It is important to say that and to do that. When things don't feel good, it's also the time to practice being brave and speaking up and say, you know, I've had a change of heart. I would prefer to do it like this. Would you be open to the possibility of it being tweaked or changed? For that speaking engagement in that case in particular, I ended up just saying no. I said I couldn't come anymore. It just wasn't aligned. It didn't feel good to go. I didn't think that the people that were going to listen were going to understand what I was even going to talk about. And it just no longer felt right. Now, former me would have been all like, you can't do that. You said yes. You committed. You used your word to say yes, and you can't back out. Now, this is where you got to go with how it feels, because what your body is telling you is probably something really important. And another thing here to remember, even when you have a hard time, you know, going back, telling that person, you know, I'm sorry, I can't come to your speaking engagement anymore. I can't be on that panel or I can't do this thing for you anymore. You got to remember. And just, if this is the only thing you can hold on to is the fact that if you go and show up and you are silently resenting it, Your vibes speak louder than words and everybody in the audience will kind of know that you're resenting it or you weren't into it or you were like kind of unapproachable or like not cool. And it's going to be an even worse experience than if you had just said, no, I'm not going to come because we kind of all have been there where, you know, when you go to a meeting and there's the people that are pulled into the meeting that really do not want to be there and you can tell it's like the look on their face. Or they're playing with their pencil and they're thinking, God, get me out of here. I have something better to do than this. That is going to be you if you say yes. You will be that person who silently resents it. 
and the person who doesn't really want to be there and you think you're doing a really good job of pretending like you are or you're happy to be at the meeting or you're like pretending to make notes or like you know you're maybe just doodling little hearts and butterflies but everybody else in that meeting is going to be able to pick up on your nonverbal cues and this is where it's okay to give ourselves the permission to just say no be honest and change our mind now, speaking from the heart, this has been a huge learning lesson for me. It took me several days to even come up with the email for what I was going to send the dude to tell him I could not come do a speaking engagement anymore because it was all like, you already said yes. And my ego was giving me such a hard time for being like, you're going to be flaky. Nobody's going to like you. You are going to lose your reputation. People are not going to respect you. This is the last time they're going to ask you to come good luck trying to get, you know, another speaking gig instead. Ego will give you a very hard time for backing out or for changing your mind. And it's going to tell you that you can't. All you can really do is tune into that deeply loving intuitive voice and figure out where your intuition lives, whether that is like in your gut or somewhere in your body, or you take the feelings-based approach that I teach and share in your best life. And you think, does this still feel good to go to that meeting? Does this still feel good to get up on that stage and speak? Does this still feel good to meet up with that dude on Tinder? Does it still feel good to meet up with my friend for drinks? Does it still feel good to work at this company? Does it still feel good to be in this relationship? Does it still feel good to do this thing? And if your intuition says no, this is where you gotta trust it. Because deep down inside, it already knows. It already has all the answers for you. And it's just giving you tips and ideas and tools. And like that wink, wink, nudge, nudge of like, hey, I already know the answer. Are you going to shut up and listen to me or what? <laughs> That's what my intuition sometimes says to me. It's like, girl, you got the answer. Can you stop asking me a million times if you should or should not do this thing? Now, in today's episode, I want to share with you about how I've recently come to this moment of, holy shit, I got to throw out everything I know and just go with how it feels. Because there are so many ways you can look at a situation and be like, this is what I should do. This is what business school taught me to do. This is what Silicon Valley taught me to do. This is how I would have done it in the past versus saying, this is how I do it now. This is how I would make this choice in the present moment. This is what feels good to me right in this moment in time. Not what makes sense in the textbook, not what might look good on the business forecast, not what would look good in an Excel graph. This is what I feel in my heart and in my bones. All right, so now I'm going to give you a very personal example of how I had to toss everything out. I recently shared with you on Instagram stories if you saw it that kellytrack.com is undergoing a lot of change right now. I'm in this phase of things moving and shaking and evolving. And a lot of times we are in this spot and we do not give ourselves the permission to move or shake or evolve. It's like we're like, okay, this is what you do. You sit in this box and you are the mime in the box, but you can't actually get out of the box. This is what you do. This is how you do it. And action. And sometimes you're like, but I want to get out of the box, but I want to shake things up, but I want to try it like this. And this is where you have to go with how it feels. 
And if it feels good to get outside of the box and to be the mime outside of the box, then you gotta do it. Now, a couple weeks ago, I kind of was starting to feel a really stressed out vibe. It was like, not my best life. (laughs) I always kind of love laugh because your best life is the name of my course. And I really know when I'm living my best life and when I'm not living my best life. And rewind to a couple weeks ago, I was not living my best life. The calendar was way too packed. I had so many coaching client calls in a single week where I actually thought I was going to lose my voice by Friday. Chris was like, do you want to go out to a party? And I was like, no, I need to not say a word and lay on the couch. And I was like, that's not a really sustainable way to live. (laughs) That's not a really good way to do it. A very easy default for me is to keep working, to keep going, to push even more and be like, oh, things are amazing. Let's ramp it up. Oh, YouTube channel's doing well. Let's do more videos. Oh, the podcast is going really well. What if we did a third episode every single week? Oh, I'm getting a lot of coaching clients right now. Sweet. Let's add more. Now, this is where we have to remind ourselves that bigger is not always better. A really filled in Google Calendar is not always going to bring us this unicorn level of happiness. It's probably going to make us feel like a sad puddle at times when we realize we don't have enough time to take a pee break in the middle of the day. So this is where I had to have a personal check-in with myself. I was starting to feel a little bit stressed. I was kind of starting to feel the heat and the pressure, as you guys have probably noticed from previous episodes where, you know, I was talking about the upper limit problem and how things are really taking off. And I was starting to feel the sensation of it no longer feeling fun. It's starting to feel more like work, more like a grind. And those are words I would never use in my business normally and day to day. Those are words I don't even touch on at all. But it was kind of like I was getting the hot panicky sweats of like, holy shit, there's a lot going on. Now, this is where you got to throw everything you know how to do and go with how it feels. A part of my stress was actually coming from the fact that I was launching the inner circle in a few days. The inner circle, my monthly mastermind group had been on waitlist for a month. There were a ton of beautiful people on the waitlist. Thank you to all of you that were on the waitlist. And I was like so close to hit and go. I was so close to the green light. It was so close to being like foot on the gas pedal. Let's do this. And I had this aha moment of like, oh my God, I don't need a really big launch right now. I need a holiday. I need a break. Everything in my life would have taught me that this is the time. This is the time to go. All right, green light. Let's do it. It's like, all right, plane is ready for takeoff. All systems go. And the little intuitive voice inside of me is like, girl, you got to do it the other way. What if you did nothing? What if you took time off? What if you went away for the month? What if you slowed down? And this is where you got to take a really deep breath and be like, okay, this is new territory for me. And I'm going to do it in the opposite way that I have been told. Even though it makes sense to do it in this way, I'm going to go with how it feels to do it like this. So instead of me launching the inner circle in June, I'm going to keep it on waitlist. We're going to keep it on waitlist for a couple more months. I want to tweak the program a little bit. I want to shift some stuff around. I've had some amazing new ideas and aha moments. 
and I'm going to open up the doors for enrollment down the road. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to like disappear. But I want to make sure that I'm giving you your absolute best support and love and devotion. And if I'm not feeling up to par, you aren't going to like it either. It's the same deal. If I am the person at the meeting that doesn't want to be there and I'm leading the meeting, it ain't going to be a fun time. You know, it would have been one of those things where, of course, in the moment I would have showed up, I would have been in love with it. I would have been obsessed with the community and it would have been like such a fun, uplifting thing. And I'm sure everything would have been good, but that's the old way of doing things in Kelly Track style, the old way of pushing through, of continuing to go. And the new way of doing things is to honor my rest, to take a break, to say, you know what, I'm going to take a pause. And when we come back, it's going to be even better. So I encourage you to check in and see where in your life you need a break and where in your life do you need to put your inner circle on waitlist. Now, the second half of this is taming your negative self-talk, your ego, your inner critic, your fear-based voice. Those are all synonyms for the same word because let's be real. As soon as you tell yourself, I need a rest break, your ego is going to slide right in there and be like, Hey girl, no, you don't. Let's keep going. You're fine. Who do you think you are trying to take off to Palma de Mallorca in Spain for a month? Like get your ass on the computer. Copy paste of what my ego literally told me. (laughs) You gotta be really honest and see if you can even think in advance before your ego has a chance to strike and say, you know what? My ego is going to call me out for being lazy. It's going to tell me I'm not good enough to take a break. It's going to tell me I don't deserve a break. It's going to tell me that this is stupid to take a break. It's going to tell me that breaks are for losers. Winners just keep going. So whatever it is for you, if you can have awareness and project what it's going to say before it's going to say it, the ego won't really have a lot of room to voice its opinion. Plus, your ego might say things along the lines of, you're going to be a flake. Nobody's going to respect you. Your clients and your people and your tribe and your community are going to be like, what the literal hell? You are dumping me? Like, what the heck? Your ego might give you all this bullshit crap. And you just got to remember that if it was somebody else in the other person's shoes, like if you were going to a meeting and another friend that you really like at work is like, you know what? I'm not going to come to this meeting. I actually don't really need to come. And my work plate is already full for the day. And I'm just going to bow out. You'd be like, sure. Makes sense. Cool. You know, I love to use this example in my coaching calls and with my clients and with you guys on the pod of this idea of seeing this example in somebody else's life and witnessing it from the perspective of who you are. Because when you see other people doing this stuff, you're like, cool, whatevs. Sure. Like when I told, when I sent out an email telling all my people on the wait list that the inner circle was going to be on wait list for a couple more months and it wasn't going to be ready right now. And I'm really sorry. And I love you. Thank you. My ego was like, oh shit, they're going to be upset with me. Nobody was upset with me. Everyone was like, that's so awesome. I'm so excited. Sounds great. I love it. I'm so excited you honored your intuition. I am so happy for you. I I love the fact that we're going to do this later. It works better for me time-wise. Everything that we think is going to happen is usually not the case. Even when I had to go cancel that speaking engagement, I was like on a panel as well. And the dude was like, sure, it's all good. Don't even worry about it. 
we have some extra people coming, so it's not even a problem. And it was all fine. Nobody thought I was a flake. Nobody thought I was like a total cop out. Nobody told me I was a loser like my ego said I was going to be a loser. Everything is good. So when you need to voice your opinion and you got to speak up and you got to speak from the heart and be like, hey, you know what? I had a change in heart. People will understand. I promise. Another great piece about following this practice of just throwing out everything you know and going with how it feels in the present moment is the fact that you really don't need anybody else's permission or ideas or input or thoughts or feeling. You just have a check-in with yourself and ask yourself, how does this feel? How does this feel? How does this resonate in my body? I have a whole tutorial I share with you on YouTube. I'll be putting a link in the show notes as well on how you can take the feelings-based approach to make a really big decision or choice and how to tune in and reconnect with our bodies. There is a whole section in my course, Your Best Life, around how to feel again and feel things in our bodies and how to connect to our intuition and get that knowingness inside ourselves because we have the answers in there. You, my friend, you have the answers inside of you. You don't really need to go out there and read a million self-help books. You don't need to listen to a thousand podcast episodes. You just need to have the tools that teach you how to go inwards for the answers and find them. And that's the beauty of throwing out everything you know and going with how it feels. Another great tidbit about throwing out everything that you know and just going with how it feels is understanding that you don't have to rely on stuff you learned in the past. You know, with the inner circle and with the launch and my business getting really successful, what I had learned in business school would have been like, oh, just hire more people. Your team is growing. What I would have learned in San Francisco in the Silicon Valley tech way of doing things is, oh, how much of this can you just outsource? Can you get some like VAs to do this virtually for you? Can you hire some of this stuff out? Other ideas would have been like, how can you make this more scalable? How can you make this more digital? How can you leverage this? How can you go with this and grow it? Like, how can you use this as a leverage point to keep growing your business? That all feels really uphill. Yes, down the road, I need to hire some full-time staff. I get that. That's like defs on the forecast for the next chunk in time. But in the present moment, does hiring a bunch of people right now feel good? Does continuing to push at the rate that we are going at feel very good? Does continuing to do this stuff without taking a holiday feel really good? No. This is the fun part. It's like, hey, everybody, I learned all this stuff. I paid for this fancy education. I have all these little extra letters behind my name. (laughs) And you know what? I don't even need that crap because in the present moment, my feelings are telling me what I need to do, what actions I need to take, and what is my next discerning choice. That's the beauty of this, is that you can just truly throw out everything you know, and you don't have to rely on it. Sometimes we feel like we have to go back on what we have learned because it worked in the past. Oh, baby. This point in particular has been a huge learning lesson for me. I'm going to be really honest with you about that one. What had got me to previous levels of success is very easy for me to go and think, okay, what did I do in the past and how can I apply that to now? You, my friend, are in a different spot. You are no longer the you that was in university. You are no longer the you that was in high school. You are no longer the you that was just the person who you were a year ago. 
You have all this new knowledge and this new information and new ways of being and doing. Notice how I said being, not just doing. So you have the beautiful permission and freedom to pick whatever you want in the present moment. And if what you learned in the past doesn't fit with your current reality, you don't have to use it. Now, a really great way for you to check in to see if you are leaning back on past ways of doing and being is to see where you are using the word should. I should launch the inner circle because it makes sense. I should launch it right now because I have a ton of people on the wait list. I should launch it in June because I said I was going to launch it in June. Should is not a very good word. When you are shoulding all over yourself, when you're like, I should do it like this, or I should do it like that, or I should, that's like saying, hey, intuition, I heard you, but I ain't gonna listen. I'm just gonna put on my like Beats by Dr. Dre and be like, la-di-da, whatever, and I'm gonna tune into my ego and I'm just gonna forget about you because I should. When we are like, I should, I should, I should, and we should all over ourselves, ask yourself, who do I need to impress? Who am I trying to prove? Whose external love and validation am I seeking? And then you can ask yourself, do I really need their love and approval and attention? Probably not. Do I really need to impress these people? Probably not. Does it really matter what they think? Probably not. Another great tool you can use here is to ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario? What's the worst case scenario if I throw out everything I know and go with how it feels? So if I speak from the heart and tell my boss that I'm not going to come to the meeting, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? If I don't launch the inner circle this month, what's the worst case scenario that's going to happen? I keep it on waitlist longer. Now, this is where you check in and say, is this option really that bad? Probably not. If I had to cancel another speaking engagement, what's the worst case scenario? That they hate me and they never ask me to do another speaking engagement? Sure. Like, whatever. I can just do another one. Somebody else will ask me to do another speaking engagement. It's not like it's going to be the last one. Sometimes we're like, this is our one shot. This is our one opportunity. No, there's a million opportunities for you. And when you have the divine guidance to say no to something that doesn't feel right. You are making space in your life for something better to flow your way. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that comforting? Knowing that when you follow that intuitive voice and you say, you know, this isn't right or "Mm, not right now, or "Mm, I'm kind of getting the feeling that we should hold back. Know that the universe is going to give you something even more beautiful because you had the courage to speak up, speak from the heart, share openly and honestly and say, you know, we're going to take a pause. And the universe is going to be like, damn girl, you got it right. Gold star for you. Something awesome is on your way because you're making room. You're making space. Remember that episode I did about making space and stillness to call in your desires? Same thing goes when you say no to the stuff that feels uphill or hard or like you should do it. Plus, one of my other favorite tools here to give coaching clients or people that I work with is not just think about the worst case scenario, but the best case scenario. Yeah, like lean into the possibilities. So if you don't go to that meeting, maybe you can use your time to think of a new project, or maybe you can use that time to make some more sales calls, or maybe you can use that time to take a nice break. And then when you go into that client meeting at 2 p.m., you're going to nail it. Think about the best case scenario. 
And if I don't launch the Inner Circle in June, best case scenario, I go on a holiday. I get my ass on a beach somewhere. I do nothing. I have some time off and I have some amazing to find downloads for this new course that is just dying to come out of me. (laughs) That's the best case scenario. It's awesome to dabble in both extremes. The worst case scenario, because it's not that bad usually. And then the best case scenario, because it's usually really freaking awesome. You're like, yeah, I want some more of that. Can I have some of that off the menu, please? Yes. That's my favorite way to look at the mindset work behind this stuff, to look at all the scenarios and be like, you know what? I'm going to be fine regardless. Even in the worst case scenario, I'll still be fine. And in the best case scenario, I'm still going to be fine. So I can totally go forth and make this decision to throw out everything I know and just go with how it feels. All right, folks. So that is the episode for you today. In summary, throw out everything you know and go with how it feels. Just dump all the shit you think you should do or stuff that you learned in the past or ways that you did it in the past and just go with how it feels in the present moment. Use the mindset of what's the worst case scenario if I do this and what's the best case scenario if I do this and figure out where you're doing this in your life by saying the word should. Because when you say should, ask yourself, what does it feel like instead? Yeah, that's a really great spot to start. Now, before we wrap, I want to let you know of some changes that are coming your way on kellytrack.com and what you can expect going forward. So for the summer, I think I'm going to be bumping the podcast episode down to one episode a week. So you'll be getting fewer shows. Feel free to go back to past episodes and listen. We have a huge library. We're at 72 episodes. You have a ton of stuff you can listen to at any time. I have a YouTube channel that you can watch. So there's a lot of stuff you can enjoy while we take a little bit of a break over here. And as you know, the inner circle is still going to be on waitlist. So for those of you that are on waitlist, we're just going to keep it on waitlist. Also, I am now going to be rolling out business coaching. Yep. One-on-one business coaching. I know. Totally awesome. I'm super excited for this. I feel like, you know, it hit me the other day after I carved out space and stillness and time. I was like, what the hell? Like 75% of my coaching clients are indeed entrepreneurs or people who want to start their creative business or their creative endeavor or are looking to grow and scale their thing. And this is what I am good at. This is kind of an accumulation of everything I know in one spot. It makes sense. You know, my business school background, going to school, studying marketing, living in San Francisco, understanding the Silicon Valley tech ways of doing things, of growing a business that scales digitally, building your digital empire, how to build brands and brand love and trust, getting stuff off the ground, doing what you love, making conscious cash, having fun. Oh my God. I feel like this is something that took me forever to click into. And then it hit me one day of like, oh my God, why am I not offering this? What the hell? People have been asking me this for years. So yes, for all of you that have asked, business coaching, one-on-one business coaching, you can totally apply for on my website. And I'm rolling that out as of now. So you can hire me as your coach. All right, peeps, that's all for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for being here, for enjoying the show, for sticking with me as I grow and change and evolve. Thank you. I love you. I hope you found this useful. And yeah, I just love you very much. I hope you know that. And I really appreciate you. And I really appreciate you listening to the show. So Thank you. You are my favorite. Have an amazing, gorgeous, divine day. And I hope it's sunny where you are right now so you can go outside and have some fun. All right, my friends. Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.